Inside Dish podcast, where we dish it out with Boston's brightest culinary minds. Up front, please forgive me. I still have no voice. Don't really know why. <laughs> but that's why I sound like how I sound. Uh, but anyway, I'm here with Caitlin, my hey co-host. Everyone. And we're actually recording live to you from Chicago right now. Um, we're here for our cousin's wedding, so that's really exciting. I still have no voice, which is exciting. Don't worry, she still finds the way to talk at all the family events. I know. Should we just like, go mute for a day? It's <laughs> like help my cause. The thing is, like, I feel like I sound sick, but I'm not. Like, I'm not sick at all. I just like can't speak. It's so weird. I think it's because you do so much talking in your job and like your day to day life that it's not really. I don't you know. Just use your voice. I don't know. I kind of think it's like laryngitis, but anyway, we're here until sunday for a wedding i feel like it's just wedding season galore now yeah because i think we've talked about this before but like everyone's events are now like back to back to back to back to back for the spring and summer so i know i feel like i have a wedding every weekend this until like the end of september so busy or like a bridal shower or a baby shower or a bachelorette it's all fun stuff though. yeah no complaints but I think that's why I'm just, like, losing my voice. I'm just, like, going at both ends. It's like, <laughs> that's a That's a, uh, our, our mom-ism, if anyone was wondering. Sometimes we say things and people are like, what? And we didn't realize it was weird because it's just something our mom always said. But, yeah, burning the midnight oil, burning the candle at both ends, those are big mom-isms. Yep, definitely. We don't even realize how weird they are, but. Those are our Betsy-isms. Yeah. Um, so, Kate, let's talk wine. What are we sipping on today? Uh, we are... I'm going to talk about a wine that I have never tried today, but that I would actually really like to try, uh, called the Bodega Catana Zapata Adriana. And it is a Malbec, 2016 Malbec, that actually won um, Lux Digital's Wine of the Year. So... You know, it's probably really good. It's rich um, and, you know, it might, it might go well with more of a richer meal, like a red sauce or a red meat. Um, it's dense and fresh, full-bodied and layered. And apparently you get aromas of roses and pine needles with a hint of spice and tobacco. So it's probably like another spicy wine, like I know we've talked about before. Um, so, and it's from Argentina, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that before um so definitely a stronger wine a bolder wine maybe one again that you'd you know try if you had a nice like rich meal going and you can find it pretty much anywhere i think they sell it on drizzly which i don't think i've ever talked about drizzly but if you're not familiar with that um yeah you can just order it online and it'll arrive right to your house i think it's about depending on which bottle? Catania makes a lot of different bottles. Um, I think this one is anywhere between 20 bucks and like 30 bucks, depending on where you get it. So check out your local wine shop, check out Drizzly, check out wine.com, um, and you should be able to find it there. Is this the first Argentina wine that you've... No, I think I did an Argentina wine before. Because don't but... they, aren't they supposed to have really good wine there? Yes, there are seven wine regions in the entire world that are like known as wine regions. Um, I might mess this up. Obviously, Italy. There's France, Provence. Then there's Chile and Argentina. And there's Napa Valley. And then there's... Oh, and Australia. Yeah. Um, how many is that? I don't know. I think I'm missing one, but 
Um, but yeah, there's seven major wine regions and, and the Argentina and Chile in South America is definitely one of the larger ones. So they make some good wine down there. Yeah, I would. I want to try that one. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kate. Um, now let's jump into our interview with my friend. Yep. Yay. All right. So we're here today with Morgan Gray, the owner of Whisk Me Away Bakery in Pawtucket, which is right near Providence, Rhode Island. Morgan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Can you first tell us a bit about your background and how you got into baking? Yeah, so definitely. Um, When I was in high school, I actually worked um, part-time in a bakery, probably from like my junior, my sophomore or junior year. Um, And it was sort of just like a high school job. Mm -hmm. Uh, I enjoyed it, but it, it was just something I kind of went to work. I left work and I was never really more interested than that. Um, And when I became a senior in high school, I had to do a senior project and I had actually wanted to be a therapist at that point. So I was kind of gearing up. Oh, wow. That's different. Very different. (laughs) (laughs) Very. Although baking could be considered therapy. So there you go. Yeah. (laughs) True. But that actually fell through at the last minute. So I was kind of scrambling to find a project and I asked my boss, I was like, can I work in the kitchen here for my senior project? Um, again, just kind of taking it as a project. And once I started working in the kitchen, I just kind of fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like it came very natural to me. I like the environment. I like the vibe kind of working in a kitchen all day. I was, I guess I never really thought of it when I was working front of house, but once I came to back of house, I was like, Oh, you can just bake all day for a living. And it was, yeah, it was kind of like a realization I came to. So um, I actually stopped applying to schools for um, therapy I and psychology. I actually changed everything because I was going to move to Boston. Um, and I just went home and I told my parents, I want to go see Johnson & Wales. And we mm. went and I applied. I was a junior. I applied that day um, and I was accepted early and I didn't apply anywhere else after that. Wow. Where I'm going. It was That's kind of awesome. Just, and you're from was, Rhode Island too, right? You're from the area. Yeah. So yeah. I'm from probably like 20 minutes away from Johnston Wales. Okay. Um, so the uh, transition. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. And now tell us about Whisk Me Away because I think you started it during the pandemic, right? Or like so shortly after? We started um, before the pandemic. So actually, okay. just we, before, right? Um, we, well, we had moved into our like location just before that, but before that I was renting kitchen space and running. Gotcha. Um, so basically I had kind of um, hopped around for a few years as a pastry chef throughout Providence and Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last job in Boston, I was just very overworked. I was probably working like 17, 18 hour days. Wow. And wow. It was, it was opening a restaurant. So I was running the pastry department, hiring people, kind of running that whole thing. So it was really long days. We finally got the restaurant open and I was just burnt out, mm-hmm. obviously. Point. Um, and it had kind of taken all of the joy out of baking for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up leaving that job and I came home um, and basically like, cried on my parents' couch for maybe like a month. We've all been there. Yeah. Yes, we <laughs> <Yeah>. have. <laughs> I cried probably a month. And then they were like, you need to do something. <laughs> um, so I had, 
West Guy had started as like a blog while I was a pastry chef, kind of just like doing cakes for friends and family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I said to my dad, with the help of my brother, I think I want to take whisk. I, I want to like turn it into something. Uh, it took a little bit of convincing, but once we kind of all agreed, we went from there. I launched the business um, November 2017. I My first bake of like being an actual licensed business was Thanksgiving 2017. Ah, okay. Much earlier than I thought then. Yeah. I love your storyline because I feel like people that own um, successful companies, it's because of their passion and their passion Mm -hmm. guides them to that. So I love how like this for you is, you know, it it was your passion. And once you realized you were in a role in Boston that like was sucking that passion out of you, you realized Mm -hmm. you had to do it yourself. And like, I feel like that's how every good business gets started. I mean, mm-hmm. my story is the same. Like something was sucking the life out of me and I was like, it's time for me to just do it on my own. And I think like that takes so much courage and that's awesome that you did it. And I love the name too. It's so cute. Okay. <laughs> me away. I'm, I'm all about like food puns. <laughs> it's cute, really cute. Now, um, what is your favorite thing to bake versus your least favorite thing? So obviously you do like, big cakes, cupcakes, smaller Mm -hmm. treats. I have had a few of your treats and they are very good. My sister and James bring them home for us and we all like attack them and my family. Yeah, bonus. bonus, Morgan's a friend of mine. So we get desserts. Yeah, She comes over for dinner, which is great. I get to eat them. Um, Yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook and or bake and your least favorite thing to bake? Um, I'd probably say my favorite thing would either be, uh, it would definitely be like cakes because Mm -hmm. I of baking a cake but I also love the after process of it of decorating the cake um that's where I feel like I can kind of just take inspiration as it comes and kind of flow with it Mm -hmm. uh since a lot of baking is so scientific uh that's the part of baking that I can kind of like throw all those rules out the door and do kind of comes to me Mm -hmm. Uh, and then on the really scientific side if I had all of the time in the world, uh, outside of cakes and, and everything West, I would love to bake bread. Um, mm. I just, ah. well, and it's super time consuming. It's definitely like a lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't have the time for it, but it is something that I love to do. Um, as far as least favorite, hmm, I feel like probably anything really, really small. Like, yeah. <laughs> tiny bite-sized desserts, even though they're so great when you're done, you're like, oh, this is so beautiful, but just kind of the sheer, uh, concentration that it takes. Yeah. I to be like creative and kind of all over the place. So when you give me something very small, I'm like, uh, yeah. Tedious. Yeah, exactly. So cakes, would you say that's your specialty though? Like the big, bigger cakes, is that like kind of your, your go-to whisk me away signature? Yeah, definitely. I mean, with wedding season kind of ramping back up right now, we're definitely getting mm. back, like big wedding cakes, dessert tables, things like that. Um, so yeah, I would say cakes are a specialty and like building the business, even though we have cinnamon buns, donuts, toaster turtles, muffins, all of those things, we've kind of just become known for our cakes. And that's yeah. like the business has kind of just like taken her own journey. So yeah. yeah our cakes and we're known for our cakes and we love to do them. So like, I kind of let the business make decisions at points, um, and kind of roll with it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Love that. 
And uh, technically, Side Dish is a Boston-based, but we're expanding our horizons over to the Providence area. Yes. So I guess to get people to come visit, take the 45-minute trip, half an hour train ride, everyone, what's are mm-hmm. some of your other just general favorite spots in Providence? Um, could be for dessert or could be just for food or drinks or whatever. Let's see. Um, I really, really, really love one of my favorite restaurants over here is called North. Um, hmm. They kind of like a new age, like Asian fusion. They use a lot of local ingredients, uh, fresh local fish, fresh meat, all of that stuff. All of their food is phenomenal. They have these little tiny ham biscuits with like a house mustard on them. Oh, They're- yum. Yum. Yeah. Big biscuit fan. Big big biscuit fan. Morgan makes a cheddar biscuit. It's really good. Oh, so. God. I, I request that next. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see what else. I really love as far as um, drinks in the area. My boyfriend owns a brewery. He owns Buttonwoods Brewery. So that's my favorite beer in the area. But uh, I think for drinks, we have two... Um, really small, but really fabulous bars. One is called far West, uh-huh. um, kind of more towards like South Providence, but it's like a speakeasy vibe and they open their patio. They have phenomenal drinks. They do, um, kind of, they come up with like seasonal menus, uh-huh. um, are really great. And they have tiny like bites. And we also have tiny bar. Which I is love tiny bar. Oh, so I've been cute. there. Hopefully seats like eight people. Um, yeah. but they opened up their patio and their drinks are also just really like, good. I think you took me there. Yeah. I think you've been there. We went to Zaco Taco and then we went yeah, to the bar after. That was really fun. So good. I, I was telling Caitlin Morgan, I'm due for another, I love coming into Providence mm-hmm. and going out with Kate and James and, and everything. And I've heard about your boyfriend's bakery too. Also, brewery. I mean, sorry, brewery. brewery. Also <laughs> the power couple. I know. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm waiting for the dessert, like beer collab. Dessert beer. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. With, with the, that's her simple. boyfriend's name is Morgan as well. So the, the two double thought, Morgans. Yeah. Called the double Morgan. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> that actually mm-hmm. would be kind of cute. Or if that Morgan was the name Squared. of your like dessert stout. Yeah. Morgan <laughs> Squared, the dessert stout. Um, but I love Providence collab. and I love like all the food and it's just so cute. And I said to Caitlin and James, I am due for another trip. So yeah. I think coming into your bakery is a must next time I'm yes. there. Yeah. Like, that- the food's phenomenal. We actually went to... Um, I had never been to it, but the East End on mm-hmm. Street in Providence, we went, we sat out on their patio. It was probably the first dinner we had together in a while. And the, it was, it was just phenomenal. Like the mm-hmm. cheese boards, they had mm-hmm. powder on the menu. They had fresh oysters. Yum. Like, That's awesome. I haven't been there. We're, we're going to go though on my farewell to Providence. Yes. That's what dinner. we're doing. Yeah. East <laughs> End that. and the okay. karaoke. <laughs> Um, that's a good segue though. How can our listeners find you? How do they order from you? Um, you know, what, where can they see all your Um, delicious desserts? So our website is just whiskmeawayri.com. Um, and our Instagram is just whiskmeawayri. Um, so our website, I kind of designed it where it it takes you to all the different places to place orders for things. So we have like our bakery menu, which we open on Wednesday nights and we close on Friday mornings and pickups are Saturday mornings. Right now we're still pre-ordered just because, um, we were going to open up after the pandemic and, uh, we just grew a lot. So mm-hmm. space to bring people back into the bakery yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just pre right now for Saturdays. And then we also have like an online cake shop where you can order cakes, pick up 
anytime throughout the week. And then we have our custom orders where you can order like a custom as small as like a four or six inch cake or like a whole wedding cake or dessert table. That's awesome. awesome. So still yeah. pre-order everybody. Mm-hmm. So put your orders in and then you can swing down to Pawtucket, grab it, and then mm-hmm. stay tuned. And I guess, do you have any advice too for, I should have asked this earlier, but for people that are aspiring bakers or want to start their own business or mm-hmm. anything that you learned kind of in this process, like little nuggets of, of advice? Oh gosh, I haven't been asked that question in so long. And I feel like my answer has probably changed so much since like the beginning of Dana's. I feel like as for advice, it's kind of, uh, stay true to who you are um, and what your product is. And I feel like that kind of constantly just shines through in Mm -hmm. whatever you do, as long as you're true to yourself and you're honest. Um, love that. I feel like it, it just shines through and that's how people connect with you. Like our products, I, I love our product, obviously, but I also feel like with our customers really, uh, sets that foundation for like, I, if you're coming into the bakery and you've been in more than two or three times, I probably know you by first name and like, I love that kind of create this connection. So stay true to yourself and have fun with it. Yeah. I love that. All like business is all about authenticity because customers can see right through, people who don't, who aren't authentic or passionate, like I was saying earlier. So I love that you said that. That's awesome. Now, lastly, Morgan, what's next for for you in the bakery? Um, Are you going to like open back up again for, you know, open back up the shop or what's next? Um, So we're kind of actually going through that right now. It's definitely um, our next step. We we need a bigger space. (laughs) That's a good problem to have. Yeah. uh, We have a 500 square foot space right now. Uh So that's, and half retail. Um, so right now we've really filled it with fridges and freezers where like no one can get into the bakery. Uh, and in the last probably two, two and a half months, the team has like doubled in size. Uh, So we kind of like can't all fit anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're looking at kind of the next step as far as a storefront, um, within Providence. I love Pawtucket, but Providence will always have my heart. Um, yeah. we're, we're looking at that as the next step and kind of whenever that happens for us is great. We're making it work in our space right now. And yeah, we're letting the business like take the wheel. Right. Well, congrats, awesome. congrats on that growth. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you awesome. yeah. Especially after a long year and a half. I mean, like, uh, yep. but I guess everyone wanted desserts to get them through the, the tough time. I mean, which desserts is are coping mechanisms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can see why. I think well, <laughs> yeah. 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 Essential business for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Morgan, thank you so much for chatting with us today. I now I'm excited to come back. Kate, we got to add this to our Providence list when I when I visit. I need more of that strawberry shortcake. That was very good too. Oh yeah, she tried the, the yeah the, the yeah cake. those but one those, you brought like the first time you came over oh, strawberry God, shortcake that was, cake. Yeah, that was really good. That was her favorite. The, yeah, I, I love strawberry the, shortcake. So yeah, I brought the chocolate chip cookies, which are not yep. just regular chocolate. I don't think I tried Everybody. that. I think that was gone. No, because I, I got, ate it all. But yeah. it's like they're like layered. I don't even know how to describe it. Sea salt chunks. Mm. They're just the best cookies. And then the lemon curd lavender so uh, good. jumbo yep. cupcake. So, and my so mom, my, this is really funny, but you know the little thing in the squeezy tube? 
Oh my God. My mom didn't know it was booze. So she was like, oh, and she just like took a shot. And she was like, oh my God, it's booze. What did really she funny. think? I should have known that that was booze. I assumed like, it was like limoncello or something. <laughs> like it, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she got a nice little dinner after dinner shot. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That was really funny. She was like, oh my God, it's alcohol. Yeah. Like, what were you expecting? I know. <laughs> well, thank, thank you again, Morgan. We really appreciate your time and thank you for sharing your advice and your story. Yeah. Thanks, Morgan. All right, guys. So for my BFJ tip this week, I'm going to keep it kind of short. As you can imagine, it's kind of straining to speak with my voice like this. Uh, But one big thing that's happening in the food and bev industry in Boston is that Jason Santos is finally opening his second buttermilk and bourbon in Watertown's Arsenal Yards. This has been in the works for a while now. If you know buttermilk and bourbon, it's a very small um, intimate restaurant. Me bourbon. too. Right in Back Bay. Very, very good. It's very crowded and, you know, long waits and people really, really love it. Well, he's been working on expanding his restaurant concept into Arsenal Yards, which has really just like blown up over the last um, year or so. There's so much new developments that have, have been in there. So he's opening um, up his new restaurant at 100 Arsenal Yards Boulevard in Watertown. Um, it's a beautiful um, restaurant. It kind of reminds me of like the interior of Marielle a little bit. It's very like, you know, it's got beautiful, um, you know, chandeliers. It's got nice bright colors. A lot of those like neon signs that he has in the back bay concept. Yeah. So it's looking really cool. Um, I would definitely check it out. I'm not sure if it's much bigger, but it appears to be from what I've seen in photos. So I know that there's a pre, um, opening for press a couple days before they open that's happening early august so i would say that this is going to be open fully um for reservations probably the week of august 6th um or that following monday so early august i would follow them on instagram if you're looking for more updates on when that's happening their handle is actually different it's buttermilk bourbon arsenal um as opposed to their buttermilk bourbon handle which is their um concept on Commonwealth Ave. So again, if you're not familiar, this place serves amazing fried chicken. They actually have the like, you know, I always post that Dole Whip from Citrus and Salt. Well, they have it too, but it's um, different flavors served in um, pie crust, with pie crust toppings served in those pretzel cones. They've got really cool, unique, like tiki cocktails. Wouldn't you say, Kate, tiki cocktails kind of? Oh, I love, yeah. I mean, they have a really great cocktail. Great cocktail. Then they have like chicken and waffles. They've got some lobster dishes. They've got roasted oysters. Again, the desserts are really cool. If you're looking for that Dole Whip uh, pretzel cone vibe that, you know, you always see at Citrus and Salt or even the Disney Dole Whip, you can get that there. They've got a brunch menu too. So it's brunch and dinner. So definitely check them out. Again, it's going to be in Arsenal Yards um, in Watertown, which is honestly a quick little drive out. Nothing crazy. Um and that's going to be in early August. And I think it's definitely going to be worth the wait. So mark your calendars and head on out there and enjoy it. Awesome. Maybe we should go, Kate. I haven't been in, honestly, a long time. Definitely. I'm coming in for my dentist appointment so we can go. Okay. Can go then. That would be fun, actually. I can get us a res and we should go check it out. Yes. And Let's then we can it. report back on how the Watertown spot is. Yeah. Are you all right? Jeez. 
Yes, I am. I'm great. <laughs> I just had this, like, no voice for, like, a week and a half now, and it's really annoying. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Well, let's rest it up, and we'll be back next week. Yep, we'll be back next Friday, and we thanks, thank you guys for letting us shift our day out a little bit. It's really helped. And, yeah, we will chat with you next week. Thank you, and sorry for the little bit of a short episode today. But, again, as you can imagine, straining is not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week, everybody. All right, thank you.